0: Joining me to wrap up the day's markets is Gary Boyson from Moran. Thank you so much for your time, Gary. It seems that markets are flip-floppy at the moment. Is it because there are lack of catalysts and maybe markets will start um, getting some life uh, poured into them uh, maybe from Thursday at this point?
1: I don't know if it's just buying fatigue at this stage. So uh, so we say there's a lack of interest in markets today. That's one day. That's maybe two days that we felt that. Uh, yeah. and if you look at the the, the, the month-to-date returns on, on S&P 500, for example, I mean we're up 8.48% uh, in dollar terms for November. On the NASDAQ, we're up over 10%. Uh, even, even on our own uh, local markets, I mean, the, the top 40 is up almost 9% for the month. So, yes, we're having a few down days, and I think that is absolutely mm-hmm. reasonable given the incredible Performance that we've seen this November. So yes, uh, obviously, you know, some some really big numbers coming up uh, late in the week. As you said, uh, mm-hmm. the Fed's preferred measure of inflation, uh, that that PCE uh, price index number, um, that's going to be absolutely critical on Thursday. We've also got obviously U.S. Uh, GDP numbers coming out on Wednesday. So you know, two big data points that could uh, skew expectations. And I think you know, the, as I said, this rally that we've had, you know, has really been fueled by the expectation that the Fed has done with interest rate hikes, and and you can see that in in the, mm-hmm. the, the pricing of the the federal funds futures you, you know you can always go online to the fedwatch tool and, and kind of get the probabilities but if i look and i've been watching the the end of first quarter end of second quarter numbers and you know currently if we if we look at the probabilities for a rate cut mm. uh, by the fed by the end of the second quarter 2024 it's now at 90% that's the probability and 90% chance we'll see a cut um basically in the next six, seven months. And yeah. that's, uh, you know, I mean, that, that changes the whole landscape. That changes uh, how you're allocating to sectors. It changes a lot uh, for financial market participants. So yes. you know, if, if we get a, a decent PCE number on Thursday, uh, and that, that uh, I suppose, uh, that thesis is affirmed, right. um, I think we're gonna see, you know, maybe a continuation of this rally.
0: Yeah, well, uh, Gary, quite a lot of bad news coming out of JSE companies today with trading updates, uh, but also including uh, the tragedy that that, we, uh, that was announced from Imbala Platinum. And, of course, it was very interesting to see that the other platinum miners are some of the biggest winners of the day today. But we did see that Imbala stock uh, declining sharply. And, of course, this is after the announcement that uh, 11 miners had died and 75 had been injured. And, indeed, um, our, deep, our deepest condolences to the families that have lost their loved ones. What impact could this have on Imbala?
1: Well, yeah, it's uh, of course. Yeah, m- mining is an interesting thing because mining it, it is an incredibly dangerous uh, operation that 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 we take. And and if you look at the the safety track record of a lot of South African mines, uh, you know, I, I think there there are question marks around. Uh, you know, what more can we do? You know, how how can we do this better? And you know, if if we take the the, the human cost out of it, which is always difficult, mm-hmm. uh, and we look at, look purely at the financial impact, uh, of course there, there there is going to be a, you know. A, a, um, at least stoppages at the at the Russtenberg operations today. Yeah. That's going to call into question: Are is Impala going to meet its production targets? What is this going to have in terms of the the production targets? And of course, I think Impala does need to have a look at its uh, you know its safety. And already you have uh, the likes of casato coming out and say you know starting to point fingers and saying you know more should have been done, which is of course what you would expect. And um, this is going to make the the business environment for for the company uh, more difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, from an investor point of view, this is never a good thing. And yeah. and of course the that the stock is being marked down on the back of that. Um, as we can expect, you know, investigations um and, of, and and potentially more production stoppages and and obviously more costs which yeah. are necessary costs to put in place to to improve safety uh but also will obviously impact the bottom line of impala
0: yeah well some more bad news uh, because three thousand five hundred jobs could be lost at arsenal Metal. of course uh they uh, released an update as well saying that uh, some of their operations have buckled under the headwinds of low economic growth and little infrastructure spend um even though they did uh, embark on this uh, optimization program and of course now they're having to make uh, tough decisions. Talk to us about the severity of the situation here.
1: Oh I think if you if you want to see the severity of the situation, you just need to look at oslo middle's share price yeah. uh, performance over, over the last let's say five years uh, yeah. and and you're looking at something down down around seventy percent i mean if we if we take a shorter shorter view on that um you yeah, know even over the last year a lot of that pain has come over the last year down down significantly now uh, you know, unfortunately you know for Oslo metal, which is heavy industry it's, it's south africa 's biggest steelmaker um, you have to see an infrastructure rollout plan uh, being implemented. Um, um, you know, you need to see that, that that you know that that's what will fuel uh, you know construction spending. That's where you're going to see steel demand from. So, uh, unfortunately, without an effective infrastructure program, without the the the, the, the funding actually coming through, um, you know this this makes it a very very difficult uh, position for the company to operate in. Of course, also, metal also has incredibly energy intensive uh, operations. Uh, so when you when you have a, essentially an energy crisis in South Africa, um, you know that also makes the, the operating environment incredibly. Difficult for the business, so yeah. um, you know. Unfortunately, you you can only protect employees up to a point, and uh, and you know if you don't protect the underlying businesses, uh, they they have to make the hard decisions, which is exactly what Arsenal Metal is doing now. Um, and we are going to see, obviously, those job losses coming through.
0: Yeah. Uh, just before we get to your stock pick, Gary, you have thirty seconds for each uh, this question and also for uh, your stock pick, Bidvest, another company that also was not spared from the sell-off. Uh, we saw that share down uh, over eight percent. I mean, this is a well Loved company, but someone has always said, I think Wayne McCurry actually once said that uh, if a company comes out with a voluntary trading update, it means that there's something really good or there's something bad. And this time, the first line was that um, the uh, performance uh, during the first four months was muted. How did you view that update?
1: Well, um, yeah, obviously, they, they, they were, I mean, this update uh, was provided at the, at the group's AGM and. Uh, yeah it 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 was pretty pessimistic and and it's it's something that yeah i think you, you always expect Bidvest to be quite moderated in the way that it speaks to the markets. Uh, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, a company that is so intrinsically linked to the South African environment has such a long track record on the market. Um, you know, they they essentially do tell it like it is. When, when times are tough, they will tell you that times are tough. And, yeah. and they telegraph this very well to the market. But but obviously the market was hoping for a lot better results for, for, from, from Bidvest. I mean, uh, stock was marked down almost 10% on the day. And mm-hmm. I was looking at the volumes as well. The volumes weren't particularly high. So I don't know if this is just big orders triggering because you know, reading through it, yes. Uh, remember, the Bidvest is a very diverse operation as well, and and there are definitely pockets of excellence within this. This wasn't a blanket bad bad trading statement. So, mm. you know, maybe maybe people were a little bit worried that they weren't doing better in in their um, you know so in their solar and renewables business, which I think there was a lot of hype around. But yeah. uh, but overall, you know, what were people expecting? This is you know this is a, a a broad diversified South African conglomerate. We know times are tough. We know that interest rates are high. Yeah. Um, you know we. We know that that this is a very very difficult operating environment uh, yes yeah, so, so it's, I don't know what people were expecting but clearly expecting a lot more than they did but yeah. I mean, for me it's, it's 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 something that should be in portfolios and, and I mean we were buying actively into into the update today yeah. um, and uh, I think that you might see a little bit of a recovery in the short term yeah. I've got to be honest
0: Gary we've run out of time quickly your stock pick 10 seconds
1: Toslovy, uh, 10 cents, it's Nike. It was very difficult to find because a lot of these stocks have run very, very hard. It's a couple of problems in China, but uh, overall in, inventory levels will be brought under control, and, and you can't argue with a brand like Nike. That's, uh, it's uh, a business that uh, is a true blue chip and a lot cheaper than it has been in a while. So, mm. worth adding to a portfolio at this stage.
0: Just do it. All right. So, thank you so much for your time uh, today and for your insights, Gary. And you appreciate it. That was Gary Boyson from Iran Swiss.